America. My name is Amio Frimpong. Now, every now and then I get charged with being a secret conservative. And I'll tell you, I am not a conservative. What I am is a leftist who believes in families and religion as also institutions of freedom, and including, and I believe in jobs. I think society needs people to work doing things that they don't necessarily want to do all the time in order to function. I believe families are institutions of freedom. They can also be institutions of oppression, which is why they need to be in a way regulated, but not in an obvious way. And I, um, and I believe churches have a role in securing a sort of spirit, kind of a, a prophylactic against the market, a kind of spiritual shorthand against the influences of market liberalism, which is a distortive of human freedom, right? So we need protections against the market, which I think the church can provide and spiritual religion even can, can provide as a shorthand. These protections can be worked out through reason um, why you shouldn't, you know, smoke cigarettes or do drugs or lie and all of that stuff. Um, they can be worked out through reason, but that takes time and attention to like very minute arguments that I'm trying to help you through every Monday and Wednesday, but every Monday and Thursday, but it takes a lot of effort, except the problem is the enemy, the, you know, the, the, the market that wants to pervert you starts attacking you very, very early. So I think kids should learn religion as a shorthand as they then get like kind of um, an IV drip of the argument through the bag over the course of their life. So then maybe they're maybe they'll get weaned off of religion in their 20s or late teens or 20s. Maybe they won't because there's still, there's still some mysteries that need to be solved and can't be resolved all the way through reason yet. But I do think that you need a, a sort of spiritual grounding as a, a prophylactic against market. Um, the market that wants to pretty much turn your daughters into whores and your sons into jerks. Right. So I and, you know, people don't take that seriously. Then they're surprised when their daughters end up like a variety of prostitute and their um, sons end up a variety of jerks who, you know, think that they have to get, get prostitutes, either a prostitute that only sleeps with them in terms of a wife um, who's still vapid, but, you know, loyal or a prostitute. They just kind of they, they pay. Right. So. Um, I, I believe in spiritual education. Like, for example, with my kids, I got three kids. We pretty much do the Catholic catechism. As an online catechism class, um, we do the Catholic catechism. Uh, I, it's, it's, I, I'm not necessarily Catholic, but there's something to be said about the, <laughs> the worked outness of the Catholic catechism that, that we found an online version that we work out and we just kind of Work it out. Every time all five of us are at home, we do a lesson of the, of the online catechism. And that's fine. I don't expect my kids to be Catholic. I do expect my kids to want to be culturally competent. But, and also, like, to have a pretty rigorous vocabulary around sin. Um, and, you know, the temptations that distort you from living a good life. And what it means to, to not be able to understand everything, but yet make a decision and to act on faith. So I think all of these things are necessary skills in order to protect yourself in your formative stages against the predations of market society that once again wants to turn your daughters into whores. Commercial society needs, needs to, needs to uh, create commercial addicts, right? So it wants to turn your daughters into whores who think they can get along on their looks 
and turn to your sons into jerks who think that the only way that they can get along is being jerks. So you need a, a spiritual and, in a way, intellectual um, prophylactic or some sort of guard against those impulses. So people who are casual about the use of spirituality and religion in, in support of freedom can't be surprised when their kids turn to drugs <laughs> and, um, and other things that, you know, if everything about is just trying to be happy and you don't really can't really understand the things that, that separate you from both happiness and yourself, then you'll just end up doing drugs. A lot of, I, I think liberals are the worst parents in America. So conservatives might not understand why things work, but at least the things they sometimes do in some ways work, even if they don't understand why and liberals don't think these things matter, and then liberals end up with useless kids and are surprised why their kids are degenerates, even though we gave them everything. You know, you gave them what they wanted, right? And I also don't believe in letting kids do what they want to do <laughs> um, because they want to do it. I, I think that's silly. They, they, they don't know enough about the world or themselves to know, to have their wants be validated, especially by me. So, right, so part of, so I'm, I'm, that looks like conservatism, but a conservative will say like these things are good because they worked in the past, and that's why they're good, because they worked in the past. That's not the way I approach either religion or uh, the institution of the family. I don't think that I think families give a peculiar kind of freedom that you can only get with someone's immediately committed to you. That means there's not really a juridical barrier between you and them. You two are in it together. Right, and that means whatever you're, whatever else you're pledging, you're pledging to work it out together. And there's a peculiar kind of freedom that can only come through that. And that is, and since I believe in self-determination or freedom, I I think we need structures that support that kind of self-determination. I'm for a nuclear family because I don't think that self-determination should come from um, outside of the unit. And you don't want some random uncle who just happens to be rich dictating to the entire clan what to do, right? So I think you need programs that support the independence of nuclear families so that they secure that kind of freedom that can only happen with someone immediately um, connected to you where there's a shared interest. And, but it needs to be circumscribed so that the extended family doesn't kind of subsume entire communities under clan rule. Clan with a, with a small c, not a big k. Right? So that's why I support families, not because they've always worked in the past, because they haven't always worked in the past. Some families are awful and are institutions of injustice, but because families offer a peculiar kind, especially the nuclear family offers a peculiar kind of self-determination. And since I believe in realizing self-determination in all of its myriad forms, its market and its non-market forms, its market, political, or family forms, um, I think that we should have, we should have policies that support both markets and families that will protect kids from markets and uh, support both markets and a church that will protect kids, uh, protect people from the kind of parasitic nature and predatory nature of markets. And if you don't think that markets work or marketing works, then you're a fool. There are entire marketing departments that convince you that marketing doesn't work as they exploit you into wanting what they want, what they need you to want for their own benefit, right? So spiritual life will give you a, um, a sense of moral responsibility that's, that's protected from, since it's just a relationship between you and either yourself or you or the divine and not some sort of opinion of others 
Uh, it's a prophylactic from all of the things, all of the reputational harms um, and your concern for reputational harms that'll come from not having the, nat the, the latest thing or being the most fashionable blank and blank. Right. So, um, so they think I'm conservative just because I believe in families as a form of freedom and religious life as a form of freedom. Because remember, I'm talking about protection from a parasitic market that will distort you. And I don't support those things because they are old and have worked because a lot of things have worked in a way that's <laughs> like racist, sexist, and all sorts of anti-poor. A lot of things have worked that um, have really awful outcomes. I mean, uh, like entail all manners of degradation. So I don't do it because it has worked. I do it because it's a form of freedom and I support the institutions as forms of freedom, right? So even if, for example, I'm, I'm anti, uh, I, don't, I think the culture of casual liberal divorce is a pox on the nation. I also think the culture of abortion is kind of something we should be a little bit like ghastly, but I don't think that you should outlaw no-fault divorce. And I don't think that you should ban abortions. Rather, I think that we need uh, a relationship education class on a par with a health class that pretty much teaches my arguments about why people should get married as a, as a, and why the public should support marriage as a function of freedom. So I think people get married for wrong reasons. I think they end up being mercenaries in this commercial society. And then when a better option um, uh, opens up, as mercenaries do, they, uh, they, they, they go for the higher money, right? Or when they don't need the money anymore, they drop the baggage, right? That is the marriage culture of today and I feel like that is inappropriate. You shouldn't have married for either social sanction or a come up. You should have married because you actually want to unify with this person and pledge to solve all problems foreign and domestic with that person. And I also think the culture of casual divorce is just normalizing child abuse because children have a right to access 100% uh, access to both parents. Or if, they have, or if they can only see one parent knowing that that one parent um, um, represents a divided unity so that they don't have to like ping pong between one, auto one autocratic, um, one autocratic, one autocrat and another autocrat, right? Which is what 50-50 custody means. I think that's a recipe for kind of dubious, dubious, dubious child rearing. So I support both families and churches not because they are, they have worked in the past or that it's just tradition um, or it's old, which is the conservative notion. It's worked in the past. We don't know why it works, so we should do it. But that, that approach then uh, mainlines all manners of the inadequacies of those same institutions into the present. And it doesn't give you a critical distance because if you, you like it because it's old, you'll take everything because it's old. <laughs> the good and the bad. I say, I look at those institutions and say like, these are the aspects of them that realize reason, um, that realize self-determination. And we should do what we can to sustain those as aspects. And you know, the other arbitrary contingent aspects, if they're bad, get rid of them. Or, um, yeah, yeah, you work with them as contingent aspects, not like the important part of the institution. You change them. Like, I don't want to get rid of marriage. <laughs> I don't want to get rid of church. I just want to be clarified. Clar and 
the argument for church is really, I think, an important one. I might do a whole other show on why I support church, but just because people need a spiritual shorthand. People need a spiritual shorthand. It's really hard to do what I do and read what I read to get the kind of arguments that I get to not do drugs. It's a lot easier if you just like, or just to talk about the mysteries of the world or the soul. It's a lot easier to just have a shorthand that gets pretty much um, all the things, a lot of the things right, but just clouds it in faith. And insofar as you're a blind person on the right road, it's good to be on the right road, even if you're a little bit blind about how you got there. It's bad when people start asking you directions because you don't know <laughs> why you're there or the reasons you're there aren't the reasons that you're actually should be there. But there's something to be said for having the right opinion. That means being the blind person on the right road, uh, even if it's not, even if that opinion isn't knowledge. So uh, church gives a lot of kids and young adults and even older adults a lot of the right opinions. Um, and it does so through faith. So there's a, and that's appropriate because working through the conceptual work to get knowledge is actually hard. And by the way, if you appreciate what I'm doing, I think you should go to www.funkyacademic.com, kick in $5, $15, and $50 a month. Um, I do this because I want to live in a better world for both myself and my kids. So I, there's no hidden content. But I also think that, you know, I got bills to pay. And the more money you give me, I'm still. I need to find someone to put together clips. I've been trying to do some on my own at nighttime when the kids are down, but you know, I, I still have aspirations for my own life and I'd like to hire someone to do that, but that only happens with your support. Also, you know, I spent a late night last night. I uploaded all of the podcasts. So my podcasts are open, open for business again. They're open for the public. Go to your, where you get podcasts. You'll find you put in Funky Academic or find my name. You can get the podcast. I suggest you do. I suggest you tell your friends. And I suggest you go to www.funkyacademic.com. Kick in five, fifteen, fifty dollars a month, and I'll keep doing what I'm doing. On Thursday, I'm going or on Monday, I'm going to have a different show uh, based on something different, um, more relationships focused, and how not to screw up your kids. Because apparently, you know that's. That's important. I want my kids to be around your kids, and I don't. That means your kids can't be degenerate. So I'm going to keep my kids from your kids. All right. Take care, and I will see you on Monday. Peace.